0: Tesco nearby that's having like a Chinese like New Year special at the moment, Ooh. so we could pick up a packet of chow mein for like two two pound forty nine or something. <laughs> oh, I thought that you were leading into like oh we can finally do our sandwich episode. Oh, that's why that's exactly why. Is saying. that where you're going towards? Yeah. Okay, cool. I mean, yeah, we we could talk about that. Yeah. I mean, I mean, I was gonna
1: say we can just go get like we can just do like Asian food for Lunar New Year and all that stuff as we well. We could do that. We as well. could do that if we want to be thematic, but we don't do that yeah Themes. We have a theme. No, we, we totally. We do, do themes we do sometimes. Anyways, is in... this a theme? <laughs> I, don't know. I was going to say. Well, in
0: line with Lunar New Year, here's an episode about absolutely nothing to do with it. <laughs> we are the theme. Welcome to Thirty for Knowledge. I am George. Hello, I'm Danny. And um, thank you for listening. This is our first episode. Post the very intentional winter break. The winter break, and we're in new digs. We're in my new digs. Yes. Also in my new kitchen, no longer my bedroom. No longer your bedroom. We've we've upgraded. We've gone up some stairs. Several stairs. Into a more echoey space. <laughs> this time an undisclosed location, <laughs> unlike I did in the test. Um come and find try come and try and find me. Come at me, but please don't leave me alone. Um I hope you're doing well though. Yeah. No, How's your winter break? My winter break, I very much hibernated. Mm-hmm. I went full bear mode. Wow. I tried to stay in bed as much as possible. Okay. It was great. That, that I mean that, that I mean I wish I'd done that. Got the right amount of friend uh, family, friends. And food, I think. The three F's. But I had, I had Christmas with my family members and then like left my family members. I didn't have any leftovers. Oh. So in the spirit of trying to be as hibernatory as possible, I bought things like beef joints <laughs> to cook. So then I would have leftovers to eat. Cause you get home and you have none of the leftovers. You made leftovers. a beef joint purely for the leftovers. A hundred percent, yeah. Wow. And I did it for a gammon joint as well. It was great. I'm laughing, but
1: my mum, like, did, like, on Boxing Day, because we had, like, three meats for Christmas Day or whatever, and then Boxing... The
0: classic. What were your three meats?
1: Uh, It was gammon. There was turkey. and I think there was a pork. I think it was pork as well. interesting.
0: Two pigs.
1: Two pigs, yeah. yeah. We were, like what's the most intelligent animal? Let's go for that Let's one. Let's double that. Yeah.
0: <laughs>
1: <laughs> no, no, no. But like on boxing, because like, yeah, normally we do the thing. We, it's like you have Christmas Day meal and then yeah. you do the like two, three days of sandwiches, however long it will last. My mum this year, no. Like on boxing day, she just wrapped it all up and threw it in the freezer. And I was like, <gasps> but mum. Sacrilege. Sandwich, the sandwiches, what are you doing? And she was like, there's no room in the fridge. It has to go in the freezer. I was like, all right, fine. And so we were eating like, Frozen. No, no, no. Sheep. And then, like, like at like last week, we were eating the gammon
0: or whatever. It was very strange. Oh, now I know this is really going off the episode. <laughs> There's nothing to do. With this that. nothing to do there. But like, how long is too long for Christmas? I mean, you were here last week, and I forgot to give you your Christmas card because <laughs> we hadn't seen each other over the Christmas period. But now I've given you a Christmas card, and it feels quite late be giving you a christmas card. I mean I will never say no to, to a present. But so. when is when is it when too it's too, late? too late for christmas? I think days? it's
1: after I think the absolute latest has to be before the next publicly accepted celebration which which could valen- be argued is either lunar new year depending on where you are yeah. or valentine's day. Because I think if you're giving a Christmas present after
0: Valentine's Day, it's like, what are you doing? So I've got a mince pie in the cupboard right now. If I were to offer you a mince pie, how would you feel I about hate, it? I, I hate mince pies. Oh, okay, so yeah. you would feel, you'd feel I'd very I'd be offended very, either way. If you either offered way. me
1: a mince pie on Christmas Day, I'd be very offended. There's no winning with you. <laughs> nah, no, not that remotely. But um, what are we then? <laughs> Anyways, <about today? laughs> so speaking of winter break... Danny, um, what is your <laughs> Christmas tradition? My Christmas tradition is um, flying away somewhere else immediately as soon as possible so I can just not partake in any tradition. No, uh, over the winter um,
0: and before Christmas, I went to the wonderful archipelago of Svalbard. I, the only experience I've ever had with Svalbard is a book called, and I really should have double checked <laughs> before the episode, it's a ghost story. I think it's called A Ghost Story by Michelle uh, Paver, which I read mm-hmm. at university. Yeah. It's about a ghost in Svalbard. Like an explorer, I think, but that's my only experience of knowing what it is. Knowing nothing about the book, I can tell you, I can see why the person would set a ghost story there because it's
1: such a unique location, and one of the notes I have here is. People should really set, like, a horror movie or a ghost story on this uh, island. I'm going to keep calling it an island. It's an archipelago. I'm going to call it an island because it's easier to say. uh, Because, yeah, it's very unique. So we're going to bracket archipelago every time you say island. That's what you mean. Yes. Got you. Um, And before we get started, I'm going to do something completely off script. I'm going to say, if you're listening to this, thank you very much. If you wouldn't mind putting, like, a five-star or, like, a thumbs-up on your respective podcast app, we'd very much appreciate it. Oh, very much so. Just because those kind of things help. And we've never done the prompts because we're very... uh, semi-professional at this (laughs) so loosey-goosey yeah yeah we're the rogues who don't self-promote and don't give the prompts at all and then wonder why we have no growth but (laughs) (laughs) but that's besides the point but yeah so if, if anyone listening is willing to do that we'd very much appreciate it but yeah moving on to today's topic so talking about Svalbard I was there for nine I was there for five days and I was in Norway as a whole for nine days uh, and so that was two days in Tromsa And then five days in Sva- on Svalbard And then another two days on the way back in Tromsa Now I kind of talked about this trip With you already mm. So the way I structured this to keep us engaged Was to set it up Structure it as clickbait titles And be like you'll never guess
0: this top fact
1: about <laughs> Um And then I kind of gave up halfway through and like wrote them as like regular titles, but I'm going to say them in as clickbait-y a way as possible.
0: So do I like click you to I, retrieve I don't know. the I, information? I haven't thought through this concept okay. as much as I should have. It's been a very busy I might week. just like awkwardly tap you. <laughs> I know this is an audio medium, but yeah. I'll, 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 if a- I do it, Anything I'll, I'll, that only okay. works visually, perfect. Perfect, yeah. <laughs> but yeah, so,
1: so to anyone who doesn't click. know... <laughs> yeah, touch me? Uh, to anyone who doesn't know what Spalbard is, it's this island... On far north of mainland Norway, it's part of Norway, but it's also its own administrative region. It's uh, home to what is considered officially the most northernmost permanent settlement in the world uh, of humans. That is, and it is a fascinating place because of how unique it is and the circumstances that have led to it being the place it is, where it, what it is currently and what it's going to be in the future, kind of thing. Because it is very odd. Well, um, I'm hooked. Well, oh, oh, oh dear. Well. Hopefully not too hooked that you immediately go out there with without all the knowledge that you could use because that would be very bad. That would be bad. And you could get frostbite like I almost did. So, here we go. Mind-blowing facts about Svalbard. Click. Click. Northernmost settlement in the world? Uh, yeah, so... <laughs> <laughs> Sorry. <I'm laughs> a good, you know, just picture the Thomas face every time I talk like that. Um, and you'll have it. There's all these like definitions about what the northernmost... Settlement in the world is. Some people say it's like spots in Alaska, some people say it's spots in uh, Russia, and then some people say it is Svalbard. Uh, Svalbard is officially the northernmost permanent human settlement in a sense that it has a permanent human population there all year round and it has a bunch of administrative stuff in it that also constitutes it being a proper settlement. There are places, uh, I believe Russia does have like a northern town somewhere that mm. is like partially populated or is permanently populated but has like less than 100 people or something like that. Or sometimes these are permanent, permanent uh, settlements but they're purely for research purposes so they can't be
0: considered like a real settlement. They don't, People don't live there. Yeah. They, well, they, they, live, there, but they live there but it's not, you know. You know, it's like, it's like a job to live <laughs> It's there. a job, yeah. These it's, part-timers like do that for a job yeah.
1: and they go home. It is, uh, 70, so Svalbard or Longyearbyen, and L- Longyearbyen is the settlement we're talking about. So let me get my terminology straight. Longyearbyen is the populated settlement with on the archipelago of Svalbard. Mm-hmm. And Longyearbyen is the populated bit. It is the bit that's got 2,600 permanent residents there all year round. Uh, and Longyearbyen uh, is 78 degrees north in latitude. And I had to learn what latitude actually was. So... Latitude is the vertical, like, placement of a place. Yeah. And then uh, longitude is the horizontal placement. Yes. I think.
0: Yeah, I, I no, might be right. Yes. I might have the
1: opposite, but that's what I'm going with for now. No, I mean, that's, <laughs> that is, I, feel, I believe that is correct. Yeah. So the North Pole, so to give context, the North Pole is 90 degrees latitude, so it's right at the top. Mm. The equator is zero degrees latitude because it's the center. Got you. And Longyearbyen is 78 degrees. So it is... 12, D, 12 degrees latitude away from the North Pole. Wow. Now, to give context to that, London... So that means it's underneath. As in 90 is up. 90 is up, and then 12 degrees further south is Longyearbyen. Ooh. So to give context to that, so that's 78 degrees. London is 51 degrees. <laughs> so that's a lot further away from the yeah. North Pole. Uh, and Oslo, in Norway, further north than London, is... 59 degrees so it's not much of a gap between them at all oh wow yeah because because oslo is actually quite it's like southern norway
0: so quadrant wise the gaps like one one change in degree is quite a big gap quadrant wise so if wow okay so latitude wise Okay. Yeah, yeah, basically, that's just a. I'm the numbers like sinking in. I'm like, okay, so Oslo is close to London in like, if you're talking about, it's in the fifties. Yeah. But then it's like seventies and then nineties yeah. in the North Pole.
1: Yeah, it's, uh, yeah, so it's like, I, I I had a moment of horror when, after booking the tickets and everything, and then I actually looked on a map where Svalbard was, and I was like, Jesus Christ, like, like this is almost off the map
0: yeah. kind of thing, or it just goes all the way to the top. Off the typical sphere. Yeah, it's terrifying. Interestingly enough, a, a, a side fact, we, as in the British, invented Longitude and Latitude. Did we? Yeah, and Absolute Zero is Greenwich. Uh, the park in Greenwich Ooh. um at the Royal Observatory, that's where longitude and latitude was invented. Was that because we were so
1: nautical back in the day?
0: Yeah, and we are the centre of the map. That's why we are the centre of the map and that's why we're essentially zero zero. And in Greenwich in London, if you go there, oh it's not anymore. I think it's a bloody Gales, which really upsets me. But before <laughs> there used to be a shop called the First Shop in the World Ooh. because they were at zero 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 zero. That's that's a really good name. Yeah it was really good but now it's a goddamn Gales which... <laughs> Which is why I, I, I secretly hate gales, no. basically. <laughs> <laughs> so.
1: so, yeah, it's at 78 degrees uh, north. Uh, there are 2,600 permanent residents. Um, I've written here there are other godforsaken places on the planet that are further north and with more extreme conditions. But Longyearbyen is considered to be the northernmost permanent settlement. It is 1,050 kilometers from the North Pole. So the other places like let's say Damascus why are you going there? If it has it, to be for research if, or if you ever like YouTube like northernmost town or village in the world, there's all kinds of really cool videos where it's like oh it's if it's less than minus fifty degrees or warmer than minus fifty degrees you have to go to school but if it's you know more than minus fifty or colder than minus fifty then you get to stay home like those kind of horrible places wow. um which I cannot even begin to uh comprehend um so because Longyearbyen is considered the northernmost permanent settlement they also have way more stuff than most of these other places and they can uh, claim to have northernmost almost everything so when you go there there's the northernmost this the northernmost that and I just have a list here okay is just a very select list of things because I didn't want to go into everything because there is a Wikipedia page of all the northernmost things <laughs> in the world um, so Longyearbyen has the northernmost Radisson Hotel okay <laughs> Just put everything into context, Northernmost Church, Post Office, Commercial Airport, University, Champagne Cellar, as in a s- cellar full of champagne, not a guy selling champagne. It's a basement full of <laughs> champagne, but you know what I mean. Um, the pub, ATM, cinema, school, LTE cell tower, aka 4G tower, so you can get 4G out there, because of course you can.
0: Not 5G. Though. Not
1: 5G, no, they're, they're behind the curve on that one. Conspiracy. Exactly, yeah. The anti has got enough first. Northernmost circus, northernmost yeah, I know. Uh, Northern I made a face. there. <laughs> northernmost children's choir, northernmost literature festival, <laughs> Octoberfest. Do I children's choir got
0: me?
1: <laughs> I think they have a men's choir as well, but I just right. I thought children's choir was funnier. Uh, literature festival, Octoberfest, art gallery, gym, harbor, gas station, roundabout, taxi rank, bakery, shopping mall, bookstore, pharmacy, veterinarian. Library, dentist, Toyota car dealership. Oh, wow. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, w- yeah, when I saw that on the drive from the airport, I was like, what, really? <laughs> and we say that we've got Tesco's everywhere. I know, we're like, oh, I'm well proud of it. Toyota <laughs> Madison got there first. <laughs> uh, yeah, uh, the dealership, kebab restaurant, chocolate factory, and gay pride parade. Um, so those are all the northernmost things. They have many other things as well. And like- sex shop. And sex shop? I don't know if they do if that if that was written I would have I would have written it down like guess... 30 out of the com where okay. is the north- where is the nor- section <laughs> get that SEO flying um and the last bit I've got here in terms of the northernmost things that I thought was interesting they have or they they have currently the northernmost bank robbery oh wow <laughs> in 2018 a man tried to steal 70, 70 Norwegian kroner which is about 7 thousand pound. Um, oh, yeah. Smooth, I mean, yeah. Fry. But yeah. he got the northernmost bank robbery. Right? Yeah, so he, he, he got a record at least. Wow. Um, well, I have to really got arrested because, I mean, if you commit crime in the island, there's not really many places you can run to because, <laughs> because it's so small and cut off. Just Everybody into else. the dark. Yeah. And seven grand isn't really enough to, you know, pay someone to fly you out at short notice.
0: No.
1: <laughs> I don't think it was well thought out. And also whilst I was there, whilst I was in the northernmost cafe having my northernmost coffee, <laughs> um, their cafe area is also kind of like a little cultural center, like a culture and arts building. Yeah. Uh, they have ads for... a a comedy show being played there by our mate Dara O'Brien. So he's going to be going there to do a tour and he's going to be doing a comedy show. I love it.
0: That (laughs) is so good. I almost
1: spit out my Norwegian coffee when I saw the ad. I was like, what do you mean he's coming here to do a show? That is is
0: quite, that is quite something. It's very hip. It just shows how like, how amazingly spread out, like, you know, culture is, culture is (laughs) and you know, how we can get places, I suppose. Yeah. So yeah, that's uh, that's crazy
1: fact number one
0: about about old Svalbard or Longyearbyen to be specific. <laughs> yeah, you just don't think of things being listed as. I mean, we do love lists here. <laughs> we do. you just don't think of things being listed as like this is the most northern thing. Yeah. A- every time
1: uh, me me and the folks I went with, we were insufferable because every time we did something, was we like that was the northernmost thing that was. Like, <laughs> like we did, you know push someone over or make a snow
0: angel or whatever. Northernmost snow angel and then run away. <laughs> did you like ever ever like you know when you got to like a certain point where it's like you just stood a little bit away from the rest <laughs> of the group and it's like i am the most northern right now <laughs> well you 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 kind of, of my w- group you, yeah exactly
1: it's like as of all of us i'm most northern like that's it right now and you start a weird like scooby-doo like weird <laughs> montage of moving in front of each other pretty much it was just that for like five days in the dark because yeah we, we needed to keep ourselves in- entertained um so yeah there's that Alright, crazy fact Next crazy fact Polar bears and people Live alongside each other? (gasps) What? I'm going to have so much fun Editing all the audio For this later (laughs) I wrote it like this Because um, This is the actual title Of a travel slash blog post I saw Oh yeah And I was like What idiot wrote this? Because like They make it sound like They're the best of friends Like all the polar bears there Are the ones from the Coca-Cola ads They just want to hang out And drink and spend Christmas together Uh, That's not the case the, the polar bears are very dangerous and they're very uh much avoided at all costs kind of thing. Did you know that polar bears are called the King of the
0: Arctic? I didn't know that. They were That's a it. cool title. It's a cool name, King of the Arctic. It sounds very westeros but Where it's like how lions are king of the King of the Jungle? Safari Plains. Oh, yeah, King of the Jungle. That How was stupid, George, wasn't it? Well, I no, just no, made no, up no. Safari Plains, but it's King no, of the because, Jungle.
1: No, because yeah, lions don't hang out in
0: jungles. They hang out to like savannas and yeah, stuff. Yeah, but uh, I mean, that's the that's the famous name, isn't it? King of yeah, the Jungle. Yeah. King of the Arctic. Doesn't matter if it's that's wrong. That's cool. It's, so, it's quite surprising that there isn't like some sort of big cat that lives... An Arctic big cat. I know there's like snow leopards. They're, yeah, the snow leopards. Are I they th- more like they're like more mountainous? Yeah, yeah. I think there's it's, not um, like a big cat that
1: prowls the Arctic waste which is quite surprising. No, I think yeah, I think the biggest one are uh, things like snow leopards. There's Arctic foxes, but tigers probably... live in
0: quite frosty places sometimes. Yeah, there's nowhere
1: near like polar bears. I think I think anywhere where the polar bear is, they basically dominate because they're massive. Mm. Because uh, yeah, because I have some facts here about about our friend the polar bear.
0: I'm so excited because <laughs> we, me and my partner, are watching um, his Dark Materials at the moment. It's also, like, Ooh. one of my favourite books, children's book series ever. Always obsessed with Yorick Byron, the armoured polar bear in the story.
1: I remember seeing the imagery for... The old for what was that? The uh, stupid, golden Gold, compass film. Was
0: it Golden Compass or the Northern? Yeah. Okay, yeah, yeah. I mean, the book is called Northern Lights, oh. but the Americanization <laughs> of the film was people golden won't Thomas. understand Northern Lights. We have to call it something cool. Come on, it's like the Sorcerer's Stone. Get out, <laughs> get out. We can't
1: have them think about philosophy. That would be wrong. So, anyways, absolutely <laughs> bloody... crushing existence, crushing everything. <laughs> absolutely bloody no, one, no one would consider people and polar bears to be living alongside each other. In Svalbard or Longyearbyen, they are very much, I was going to say polar opposites, but I don't want to do a, I don't want to do a, uh, uh, uh,
0: what's that thing called? What's the? The wordplay? Yes. No. Cunning
1: wordplay. No, not cunning wordplay. There's an actual word for it and I've completely botched it now. Like
0: oh, when you say, I didn't mean to do that. You did. A, no, oh, pun. wow. We are out of practice. Are, yeah. Why does it take us so long to I get a pun? I I know. Is it bad that I only know one language and I still like, forget what I'm saying sometimes? I mean, I, I I would have rolled with cunning wordplay. <laughs> I gave that to you on a platter. But no, if no, you wanted no. to really fight for the word pun. No. Well, anyways, to get back to it, they're polar opposites, okay? <laughs> they're polar
1: opposites and they stay away from each other as much as they can. The number of polar bears have actually started increasing since hunting them was outlawed in 1973. Uh, so before that, people were just hunting down polar bears willy-nilly. First, why? Why were they hunting polar bears? Yeah. They could... Because, they, they because man, man because a
0: stupid man,
1: because man entered the realm of the polar bear and came with guns. Last count, there were 270 polar bears on the archipelago itself. Now, sometimes people, one of the fun things I had whilst researching all this was that a lot of facts can get wrong, and I've tried to find as many like correct things about this. People used to say there were 3,000 polar bears on Starboard, which meant there were more polar bears than people. So, Guess who's winning in that fight? (laughs) 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 But apparently it's actually 3,000 polar bears are within the Arctic Sea region around uh, Svalbard, not on the archipelago itself. Because if there were 3,000 polar bears on the archipelago people would be pooing themselves. Yeah. Because that would be terrifying. It would be like 30 days
0: of night, except with... With polar bears. Without vampires, Yeah, with polar bears. Yeah, just polar bears, and it's like more
1: than 30 days of night because it's like three months of night. That was a sick <laughs> film. I never saw it. Josh Hartley, I think. It sounded like a cool concept. Yeah, it was like based on a graphic novel, I believe. Oh, it always is. The authorities are super serious about ensuring people do their utmost to reduce polar bear encounters. So... um Obviously, polar bears are very dangerous, as you might know. They can weigh between 200 and 800 kilograms, and that feels like a really wide range. Normally, if you say someone weighs around 800 kilos, you don't then say, oh, it could be 200 kilos as well. Yeah. But no, apparently between 200 and 800. I guess depending on how much. 200 and 800? Between 200 kilos and 800 kilos.
0: At what point, what is, how many kilos is in a ton?
1: Irrelevant anyway, that's massive. Well, I mean, I'm like 80 kilos, so 10 me's in one body.
0: <laughs> me! I mean, yeah, well, I mean, they're huge creatures, aren't they? They're massive. They're bears. They're, they're, they're huge. um You on... say encounter. I feel like Pokemon Go. This this isn't a place where Pokemon Go really took it off. <laughs> I um, I don't think you so. encountered a wild polar bear. <laughs> run! <laughs> <laughs> <You don't laughs> get... Fight! Pack!
1: Run! You don't even have the app turned on. <laughs> <laughs> On uh, this is something that made me laugh. On the official Svalbard tourism website, they put this next bit, this next text, all in capitals. So okay. the rest of it's like written all these like bits of advice about traveling the island. It's so you reckon norm- they're serious about they're this? They're very it's not, serious. It's not
0: poorly translated. No, 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 no. This is serious. It's all very
1: serious. It's okay. all in capitals. Polar bear attacks. Ex- uh, polar bears attack extremely quickly without warning. So it's all normal advice. Normal advice. Normal advice. Polar bears are really quick. D- don't fuck about with like polar bears. They're very, very quick and uh, like do it without warning. And I'm like. Yes,
0: I know. That, that, that sounds like a thing that a polar bear would do. I imagine the, the, especially in the dark times, what what's the official name of the dark times? The, the polar sun, night. The polar night. I'm you're talking about like the 70s. Or <laughs> <actually>. <laughs> Not during the massacre <laughs> of the 70s. Um, like, so during the polar night, like, if obviously s- supremely well camouflaged in the region mm-hmm. and visibility, I imagine is incredibly poor and, you know, a lump of snow you thought was a lump of snow is suddenly hurting I at you. I cannot... We've oh, all seen Frozen Town too. I cannot
1: overemphasise how much I was bricking it every time we were outdoors. Really? Because our hostel hotel place was like next to a mountain. Mm. And it's dark the entire time. Mm. And the mountain's covered in snow and it is quiet. So... And, and like, yeah, it's, it's completely dark. There's not like fog or anything, but there's only so far you can see into the dark before yeah. thing before your mind starts making shapes out of everything. And the number of times we'd just be walking and I'd be like, what the hell is that? And it's just like a rock. Like that, just like falling down the mountain. And someone would say, it's just a rock. And I'm like, well, why is a rock just moving by itself?
0: I think it's a big question to
1: ask. And you start seeing shapes in the snow. Your eyes start straining and you start panicking. Because again, it's quiet.
0: There's not lots of people about. If a polar bear comes for you, there's only so much you can really do. So it's over here, you know, in in the UK, in London, you might have a fox in the trash. Maybe a fox. And like in some other places, like in America, there's like, they have like crazy raccoons in the trash. <laughs> is it the kind of place where, you know, you get polar bears in the bins? Uh, it, they said the last time that happened, I
1: think they said was 2018. Wow. So in 2018, because to get into the environmental impact side of things, because the environment is being... Very heavily destroyed, and yeah. um, due to global warming and stuff, the pack ice or whatever that polar bears mostly live Hunters on, on hunt on, yeah. on stuff, is becoming less and less. So they become desperate, they get hungry,
0: and they move towards where food, where they can smell stuff, and that's a setup. I imagine. Is it a situation where they're more scared of us, or they're like they're they are, past, but but then hunger and desperation hunger forces overide all of that. Yes yeah, so, yeah, so as sure. far as I understand, so it's kind of like
1: um, yeah. a healthy polar bear. Would probably try to avoid us. Yes, yeah. And they'll probably like avoid the lights. There are cars going around, there are snowmobiles, there's big lights, all that kind of stuff. But yeah, if they're hungry, they'll go for yeah. it. So like yeah. Jaguars in India. Yeah. But but uh the government there is very serious about um getting people to avoid even the chance of like seeing a polar bear or tourists going near a polar bear because people travel there and they're like, I'm going to see a polar bear and the government tries to uh, reduce that as much as possible. So it is a criminal act to either hunt, uh, pursue, lure, feed or otherwise disturb a polar bear. All of those come with like severe penalties. Um, there are no polar bear safaris. So like none of the tour groups will be like, hey, come and find polar bears with us or mm. anything like that. They'll be like, come and find wildlife with us, but i will never be like, come catch a polar bear with us. Um, and yeah, so that's all fun. And that brings us to a related clickbaity statement. Here we go. Do you have to carry a gun at all times? If you go on... Yes. <laughs> if you go on, a, on any, like, website about Svalbard, there's this thing about, like, you must... It's illegal to not carry a gun. I think an American wrote that, but... Is there... Is there... Are all the residents armed all the time? No. Okay. No. So... If you're a tour guide. If you're... A, yeah, so, so the rule is you are not allowed to leave the settlement without a gun. Ah, got you. That, that's the thing. And so people, and so on like travel blogs or whatever, they'll be like, you have to have a gun if you're going to leave. And then people are like, oh my God, I don't know how to use a gun. It's not that. You either need to be licensed to carry a firearm and, and have a firearm when you go, or you need to be with someone who does. Sweet. Which is, in our case, a tour guide. So when we went to go climb a glacier, our tour guide was like, one second, just getting my gun. And I'm like, excuse me. <laughs> what do you mean? <laughs> so yeah, so The Glacier's on the move again, shoot it. Yeah. <laughs> it's coming right for us. <laughs> yeah, let's take it out. Uh so yeah, as long as you're as long as you're with a local guide who's carrying a firearm, you don't have to carry one. Um so that and all our tour guys were like, We haven't seen polar bears in like years, like went on our tours. Mm. So you don't have to worry about it. But again, Better to be safe. Sorry, it. and it's the kind of thing where if a polar bear does come, they don't even shoot it straight away. It's like they'll shoot into the air, try to scare it. They'll shoot a yeah. the flare gun to try to scare it. Because even if a polar bear has a sign saying "I'm going to kill you" and chases after you, and you shoot it, you still have to explain that to the gov- to the uh, like local authorities, because yeah. it's
0: such a serious thing to be like I killed a polar bear. As in, it's it's it's, it's, it's important to preserve nature massively and, and you would have to do everything in your power to make the polar bear go away yeah you have to prove that that you you know you had no choice I, i'm
1: sure this came about because some clown was like oh i had to because the polar bear was coming after me and then it turns out they it were, was just within them. range and yeah. you just shot it okay approximately one person gets killed every 10 years by a polar bear so that's, that's, your, not current, bad odds, that's really. your current death rate considering how many polar bears are about and if you
0: just stay in london that's never gonna happen
1: exactly you're
0: you're you're
1: Chances of being killed by a polar bear in London drastically slim. Nice. Yeah, probably more likely to get killed by like a, oh. a, a rabbit, fox, or something. Yeah. Than, than a polar bear. Uh, we we actually were being we actually did get like a, a walking tour around uh, the town, and we asked what actually does happen when a bear does get sighted, like in town. Um, and we were told it's usually posted on the town Facebook page. So someone will just post a video being like polar bear. That's really cute. <laughs> <laughs> because there's so few people, it's like 2,000 plus people that are like, hey, there's a polar bear, like like approaching this area or something. And so they'll be, uh, they'll, they'll post it on Facebook and be like, hey, there's a polar bear here. Like, watch out. So eventually Meta
0: <laughs> meta will be kept
1: going by this one community yeah, in Farbad. Yeah. Whilst, whilst everywhere else collapses, Svalbard yeah. will be like, yeah, but polar bear warning.
0: It'll be like our parents in their 80s, this one community <laughs> in Svalbard. Yeah, so they, they warn via... Um, Imagine you're like hiding from the polar bear, and your phone gets a Facebook notification: "Be like, <laughs> polar bear sighted."
1: <laughs> Does Facebook still do that thing where it's like mark your location as safe if there's like a disaster around you? I uh, presumably. I wonder if there's if, if unsafe, if, unsafe. If, if they're just hiding from like the polar bear, and it's like ding, like oh, there's a disaster, There's a polar bear in your area. Like, fuck, I know. <laughs> but yeah, so they they get warned by Facebook, and usually the town will try to scare it away.
0: I don't know if that means a whole crowd goes out there with like flaming torches. I just to love the idea of like a group of Norwegian people all leaving their houses collectively <laughs> screaming. <laughs> Leave polar bears. God, <laughs> It's all in the street. <laughs> do you know how we clapped for nurses? Like, yeah, and it's, it's like, like that like we're scaring bang, bang. polar bears. Yeah.
1: So yeah, so the, the town will do that, exactly that. Um, and in extreme cases, it has to be tranquilized and transported back to the world. So they'll get a tranq gun, shoot it, Make sure it's okay, and then just send it back out to the people, like with a you know, a sign saying, "Please don't come back."
0: Oh, come on, guys! It's really nice and warm over there. I want to check
1: out, <laughs> and then he just gets put to yeah. sleep. And you wake up. I'm so far away. Yeah, just back in the world. It's like
0: oh, I just so i up so, so tired. You're still supposed to ask. Oh, I'm asleep.
1: So yeah, so so no, so
0: close that time.
1: So no, the the local populace does not live side-by-side side with polar bears. But, one silver lining, they do live side-by-side side with reindeer, and it's very cute. That's cool. So, you'll just be walking down the street, and a reindeer will just walk past you. And you're like, oh,
0: hello. That's sick. Yeah, it's pretty sick. And I saw... That is, that is po contest levels of cool. It is.
1: And it is, and I have no idea what it's like during summer. Like, during winter, it was a bit hard to, like, see them because they're all white. against mm. a white background. Like, I saw them twice, or we saw them twice... And one was, we were getting back to a hostel. And our hostel, like, had, like, this little patio area on kind of, like, a bit of a hill. And so there's a hill down to the road. And as we're walking onto the patio, all I heard was, like... <clears throat> I was, like, what the... What the hell was that? And we'd had accidentally disturbed a, a napping reindeer that had been napping on the hill. So there's was just a snow-covered hill. I was just, like, lying. Like, and we accidentally woke it up, and it was, like... <clears throat> and it walked off. Like, they don't run away or anything. They just... They look really pissed off. Yeah. That's all, because we woke them up. Uh, and the second time was... um on our way to a restaurant to uh, eat some reindeer, we saw a reindeer just grazing by the road. And we were like, soz. Soz. We're yeah. about to eat your mother. Soz. <laughs> it might be a mum. don't know.
0: It might be another one. Can't tell. It's just, just going to eat someone. I'll oh, thank you for my antler, by the way. Danny got me an antler keychain made from real antler. Not from one we ate. I've run the tests. It's yeah, real, it's, it's real sense. antler. Yeah,
1: I thought it was just a piece of wood and the locals were scamming us, but apparently not. Apparently it's the real thing. Although, allegedly, there's very little footage of, of reindeer actually shedding antlers. Like, there was only footage recently of it coming up, and it's like a very rare sight, so I've been meaning to like look at that.
0: What type of
1: reindeer did you eat? How did you have it? I, I had reindeer stew so that sounds lovely it was so that's like one of the signature dishes up there reindeer stew with kind of like a lingonberry kind of sauce Mm -hmm. with it and then potatoes that's kind of like the uh, a signature dish warming very warming very hearty dude I ate so much reindeer. <laughs> I, I ate an upsetting amount of reindeer because, and because, because you know, we wanted to try different foods and, yeah. and all these places would offer, like, different, pla- different kinds of foods, but they'd also have, like, their signature version of reindeer stew or whatever. Yeah. And I just kept eating it.
0: So was there, did you have a reindeer burger?
1: There's a reindeer burger. Um, I didn't. Uh, my partner did yep. and she said it was quite um, a bit gamey a gamey bit. yeah as, as you'd expect because you know like venison yeah yeah. so it was like that but I mean I, I took a bite of it it was, it was fine but um, I think the stew's better but if I never eat reindeer again I'll be fine with that as well do
0: you remember our trip to Vietnam mm-hmm. and we had a lot of buffalo was it it was, it was night. A buffalo yeah, yeah. I, rem- I remember you didn't appreciate it the next day no I really didn't <laughs> the only time I've had food boys now. but it's like they enjoyed the food
1: <laughs> loved it and the whole the whole menu was actually buffalo. no I think I've always had had the theory that it wasn't the buffalo that messed you up because we ate the exact same dish. We, did, and I was we, ate, fine. we ate all the same you, dishes. The difference is you had a gallon of beer or whatever the measurement was. It was that giant. Oh my god! I was excited
0: by the gallon of beer. Yeah, mm. and then you, and you drank the whole gallon of beer. Maybe the glass was dirty or something it like that. Could water down? Who knows? Yeah. Fun times. <laughs> Anyways,
1: ne- next bit of clickbait. Is it illegal to die in Svalbard
0: What? Oh,
1: oh sorry. Oh sorry. You know, I'm not going to put it as a question. All these stupid travel blog posts, I don't know why I've got a vendetta
0: against them. I mean, that's a really specific question to to ask.
1: I assume the answer is
0: yes.
1: (laughs) (laughs) Obviously, you're not allowed to die. If you die, they give you a fine... No, it's not illegal to die. A lot of places say this, and they say, you're not allowed to die in Svalbard. It is illegal to be buried on Svalbard. Right. You're not allowed to be buried in Svalbard due to the permafrost that permeates throughout the entirety of the archipelago. Um... And then some, and then that got mistranslated to a bunch of people, and then everyone just accepted. Oh, you're not allowed to die. Okay, but what if a polar bear kills you? Exactly. What are you going to do? Find the polar bear. Yeah. And then the corpse that was the person. Yeah. Exactly. No, Find no, no, the family. no, you won't. So, so, so you don't. It's not illegal to be. It's not illegal to uh, be killed, or, okay. which is good to know.
0: Yeah.
1: Uh, or to die. It is illegal to be buried. Uh, the rule came into place in the 1950s when they realised the bodies weren't decaying. <laughs>
0: <laughs> oh wow
1: so, of course so they were burying bodies i i assume in caskets hopefully and at some point someone realized hey wait a minute it's really oh. bloody cool down there <laughs> oh geraldine that's great <laughs> um so yeah so they realized people weren't decaying the bodies weren't decaying as expected wow. or as usual um and so now the current process is <laughs> it's kind of grim to think about people close to death are usually flown back to the mainland of norway to die. Uh, and because that's what you need. You know, when you're at your end of life and you're quite yeah. fragile and frail? A stressful fly. Yeah, let's, let's fly. Yeah. Let's fly in the cold and dark or the permanent sunshine, whichever one's happening, and just fly you to Norway. Your final moments of life and one of them is going, going through airport security. Yeah, that must be quite a tough conversation to have. Like, so. Purpose of travel. <laughs> <laughs> like, like, I'm like, on holiday. Like, like, who, like, which doctor or family member has to make that call where it's like, we think you need to fly to Norway. Oh my God, that's so <laughs> awkward. <laughs> so, uh, Granny, well, we think about taking a trip to the mainland for a visit. <laughs>
0: Why? <laughs>
1: when are we coming back? <laughs> uh, don't worry about it.
0: <laughs> I'll look after Charles so until I'm back.
1: Oh, that's so awkward. It's very awkward. So, yeah, so so that's what normally happens towards Norway. Take the me home, um,
0: I'm ready. <laughs>
1: <laughs> and I've kind of lumped this in with another fact, which is it's kind of a weird thing with Falba because I, I don't know if I've stressed this enough. It is not a normal region of Norway. Like, Norwegian law applies, but not all of Norwegian law applies because it's still its own place. It yeah. has special rules just for it. Uh, and one of the things is there's this kind of requirement of Svalbard or Longyearbyen specifically, that is you must be able to take care of yourself. Um, you, you have to be able to work and pay for where you live. Like and fit of mind yourself. and body kind of thing. Yeah, you cannot be a complete burden because there just isn't enough space or enough people to look after you or the facilities to look mm. after you. So you, uh, there are no retirement homes. There are no places for elderly people or for, for frail
0: people. If you're frail, like you have to leave. So, like, you know, with many sports, men and women, there's quite a short, like, half-life on, like... You know, there's a quite a short, like, retirement age, isn't there? You know, if, if, there, if you're a footballer, you're kind of done by... Your mid thirties, yeah, yeah, yeah. So it's like then you're like off the team, and yeah. like fresh blood comes in because like obviously you just get older. So is that the kind of thing? Is it it's like, kind of like that. Is you know, it wouldn't I wouldn't say it's... Gerald, sad. you've contributed much to the community, <laughs> but you're thirty seven now. You're thirty seven. <laughs> you're thirty seven,
1: and quite frankly, ew, yeah, yuck, ew. <laughs> but yeah, so you look like, ugly to be here. I mean, tech, I mean, there's nothing stopping you from like as long as you can still afford, as as long as you can still pay your bills and live there and have a place to live then it's fine. Yeah. But because the space is You can't are, be a burden on the state. You can't be a state. You can't be a burden. There is no welfare state out in Svalbard. It's like either work and pay for stuff or you get off the island, basically. Mm. Um which I think is quite dystopian. I feel like it's a kind of weird future dystopia that would be the like hidden behind the scenes thing of a really nice utopia. Have you ever seen like Logan's run? Or heard of no, Morgan's Run. I've heard of it, yeah. It's
0: this weird
1: sci fi from like the 70s or whatever where it's like, oh my god, we have such a perfect society. Everyone's so young and healthy and youthful and like beautiful. And it turns out they kill anyone like over 40 or yeah. whatever. <laughs> that feels like what this As is. soon as you
0: outlive your usefulness, yeah, yeah, you like, get
1: out. And people are like, oh my god, that guy has lines on his face. What are they? Wrinkles. Oh my god. <laughs> yeah. uh, but you can
0: be cremated.
1: You're allowed to be cremated, you're allowed to uh, do all that if you want, but it requires
0: a permit. Does everyone then use that f- fire to then warm themselves? <laughs> is that in, in death they will contribute yeah. one last time? Yeah,
1: it's like they sprinkle the ashes on like the, the dead permafrost ground <laughs> that grows nothing and then it just blows away and makes a polar bear sneeze or something. Um, and then related clickbait to this, the dead rice? Ooh. Uh, and the reason I say this is so... The bodies that had been buried... So, it was only in the 1950s when they were, like, stop burying people. came
0: in, yeah. Before that,
1: they were burying people left, right, and centre. Because, you know, people die. However, the bodies that were buried before the rule came into place, every so often, would rise out of the ground. <laughs> That's amazing. <laughs> so cool. So, this is due to there being some kind of process in the ground. This kind of constant cycle of melting yeah, and yeah, freezing. Yeah. And for some reason, that pushes stuff up. So... Whatever the ground is, it's constantly being It's in out. a cycle
0: of some yeah. sort, yeah.
1: Uh, and so every decade or so, caskets just come out. Or you see the top of a casket yeah, popping out. Yeah, yeah. And before they understood this process, they must have been terrified. Oh, for sure. <laughs> just one year, you're like, hmm, that looks like granddad's casket. But why would oh, it be on is, the that, surface? That is terrifying. That's also. Awesome. <laughs> so, yeah. So, um, yeah, that's why. They're like, it's dangerous. They're not decaying. Illnesses from back then mm. will now still be alive and potentially wow, exposed yeah, yeah, yeah. to the world. TB's it, on the rise, by the way. Yeah. Like. Oh god, bloody hell! Just, the consumption just, is back. just 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 can't just can't catch a break. So yeah, so all these things, all these people that were buried already and have nowhere else to go, and they were legally buried there, they just have to be reburied like every decade or so. Just be like, all right, they popped up again. Time to rebury them even deeper. Just, Would you not contact the family? And just be like, right, it's time. There's, Geraldine keeps coming back. It's all time to cremator now. <laughs> well, the weird thing with Falbard is. Because, on average, most people are only there for a couple of years mm. because it's it's this weird place where you're not really born there. You you only travel there for very specific reasons. Um, so,
0: Mom, Dad, I'm following my dream. <laughs> I'm going to go work in the Radisson. <laughs> oh,
1: that's a nice dream, I guess. In Svalbard. Oh, never mind. <laughs> <laughs> but yeah, but I'm going to save all the tourists from polar bears. <laughs> And charged at really expensive rates. <laughs> um, but no, the, but what well, I think the point I'm trying to get at is that there isn't a lot of the time. there isn't a family there because yeah. after five years, they've all gone somewhere else or left the island. So this body that's just been buried there, all right, just keep re-burying it, I guess. And hopefully in 10 years, you won't work in. Someone else has to bury it. That, that's, that's
0: phenomenal yeah.
1: that's like what well, a great tidbit yeah so that's uh very goth i like that one i love it and like my last note, night i was like not to be crass but this would be
0: an incredible setting for a zombie movie oh for sure that, that's why i was like yeah, when yeah, you said yeah, like 30 yeah. days and i was like yeah that'd be perfect well, it's like, like we reason. um it's like in the like, old victorian times and we, like, we were touching on like surgery and stuff and all the bodies the i mean at points like you know the ground was so full of bodies that like you <laughs> know the the gas that was Oof, released yeah. it was almost like clouds around like Graveyards and stuff, but I mean, it's just like, yeah, like that's imagery. Swelling, you can get from yeah, there. I think it was like when, when, um, like if there's like a deluge of rain and you're like, the cl- the ground is so full Ugh. of like coffins and bodies and stuff, it's like they rise up. Yeah. yeah, it's
1: yuck. Um, so yeah, so bodies rise up, all this stuff rises up, and they even, and like one of our guys showed us, like. Look at that patch of land over there and there's just all these like wooden poles sticking out of it. And I was like, oh, what wickies. the hell's that? And they were like it was like that was like the foundations for like old buildings from like sixty years ago. So those were in the ground, but they'd just been pushed up now. So like wherever there've been old buildings that were demolished before, their foundations yeah. are now like sticking
0: out of the ground. That's it. It's like, like a... nature spinning yeah, back It's like, out. Bleh, Get out of like it. it. Yeah. Yeah. Um, and also like haven't they I mean it's probably been a couple of years now and I'm I'm really putting it strings here, but like, you know, they found, you know, ancient people Maybe not in this specific location, yeah. but I feel like recently in the recent media, there's been like you know an old body found in the ice kind of thing. Just thinking about like, so like, often, that cycle of like that kind of ice yeah. shifting things about. Yeah,
1: it makes a lot more sense because I didn't know that ice did that. I didn't yeah. know that frozen ground did that, but uh, apparently so. When it really messes with people's um, burials, so, permafrost not so permanent not so not after so permanent all. Uh, and related related to all of this. It's illegal to be born as full, bird? Uh Which is another question that uh, seems to come up quite often. Yeah, so this one is actually kind of... No, true. ma'am. Cross those legs to you're, you're you on a plane. <laughs> you're meant to... Basically, it's like a quite... It's not a soft law. It's very much a... Please don't have your baby here. Uh, and the reason for that is um, they don't have the facilities to... to Dr. Polar Bear is out it's on call just today. Like, it's like the two doctors that live here are both doing other things so there's mm. no one to deliver your baby so mothers are required by law to vacate the island if they get pregnant again it sounds like one it of those it's dy- quite
0: dystopian yeah, it's like it's like oh, you're pregnant get out <laughs> you're not allowed to have a baby wow out. so um my partner's watching handmaid's tale at the moment it's like very gilead but it's just like i don't know i know i know they're not checking the women you yeah have to like, it's like they see, see a bump everyone's just like eyes turn and be like oh. it's, it's it's very much like, how long have you kept this from us out of sight out of
1: yeah. kind of thing Like we don't want to know About the process um, So women have to be Out of there uh, Expectant mothers Have to be out of there 21 days Before the expected birth uh, But many choose to leave Earlier than this cause, again, Because Again Everyone's staring at your bum Being like When are you going to leave You're like Oh my gosh You're pregnant that's, that's, Congratulations! That's how, just, that's how everyone is farbod sounds to me. Oh my
0: god! <laughs> <laughs> We're Norwegian. Can you, can you, <laughs> can you do a Norwegian accent? I well, um, no, no, okay. no. The one person who spoke no to, because like ha- the Norwegians,
1: because Norwegian. <laughs> everyone all, all Norwegians speak way better English than me, so it just it would just be me trying to do a posher accent. That's, that's it. Um, but yeah, so, so most expectant mothers They're probably they, far is
0: offensive as well. Uh,
1: yeah, probably. Uh, most ex-
0: girls deserve it. It's fine. <laughs> 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 uh,
1: yeah, expectant mothers, they normally leave well before the 21-day limit because, you know, they're worried about their kids. They don't, in, in case there's any complications, they want to be around. They want to be in a place that has a facilities that, you know, to look after, uh, you know, their unborn child. They want a pediatrician around to make, to tell them that everything's okay. They uh, don't want their children to sacrifice the dark or polar bears. Exactly. Fair. You know, you don't want to attract polar bears either.
0: Period. Attract...
1: <laughs> Bears.
0: <laughs> Classic line from Ankh-Man. Oh, is that what it was? Yeah. I was trying to think. I was like, I was like, wait a minute.
1: I was like, is this from a movie or is this from like family guy? I can't no, remember. no, it's, uh, it's Brick. Yeah. Oh, yeah. Of course, of course, it's Brick. It's such a loud brick noises. <laughs> anyway, I rewatched I re- for some reason I, uh, the Ankh-Man Two teaser trailer popped into my head last night, oh, yeah. and so I was just watching a teaser trailer, and it's just all the guys being like, you know, saying their catchphrases against mm. the like, cool backdrop, and cool music, and then Brick goes. And now it's my turn to say something.
0: (laughs) (laughs) Brilliant film. So
1: good. I mean, it really shows our age, but anyway. Oh yeah, we're so old. So yeah, so in Saba, there's no dedicated pediatricians or midwives to help with any kind of complications with childbirth. So they're like, please don't do it. Um, Of course, there are premature births that do happen from time to time. I think they let the babies stay with the parents. They don't arrest the baby, the premature baby, for being born illegally. Uh, It's mostly just a case of, please don't do it. Please, we don't want... There, nothing happens on this island. This will make news. If you do it, please don't do it. So yeah. So yeah, it is illegal to be born there. And there's also this whole administrative complication thing with it being its own semi-country like country thing and not yeah. really being yeah. part of Norway. So there's like, there'll be so much paperwork. In the
0: office, there's no copies of birth certificates. So yes, yeah. like, are you really going to make me put my birth certificate <laughs> and waste this paper? Are going to have your baby right here, right now? <laughs> on my floor, please don't. Um, this is an administrative
1: nightmare. No. Please get out. So speaking of administrative nightmares, you see how I, how, how I do this. Nice segue. So, yeah, nice segue. Uh, anyone can live in Longyearbyen? Why have you lost the clickbait because, enthusiasm? Because, uh, one, it'll my voice. Two, I think people listening to this are going to be like, please stop doing that. Well, I'm still into that. What? <laughs> anyone can live there. Could short, I live there? Short version. Yes, you can. Yay. You can live there and work there. What and I do? So, Is there a school? There is a school Yes I'm there There, There's there's a school there So no visa or work I'm so
0: close to retirement (laughs) age In (laughs) Svalbardias
1: Yeah you just have to Yeah I mean can you deal with A three month darkness though I mean we pretty
0: much I have it here Oh no dude You do not have it here We do not have it here In this period Like today's the first time I've seen the sun in four months I know I wake up in the dark (laughs) I go to work in the dark I come home in the dark (laughs)
1: Uh, I have a whole section on the dark. Don't worry, it's fine. Uh, But yeah, the short version is yes. Anyone can live there and work there. No visa or work permit or residence permit is needed. None of that is needed to live and work and you know be on Svalbard. So they can all so you can live and work there indefinitely, regardless of country of citizenship, which is pretty incredible. Yeah, not a lot of places do that. Uh, Income tax is eight percent. Hooray for them. So, everything's expensive because it's Norway and it's Svalbard. So, everything has to be shipped over there. Yeah. So, that's an extra cost. So, everything's more expensive, but they also earn more and they also get taxed less.
0: Odd question is tap water good?
1: Uh, Tap water is very good. Safe. It's very, good. very, very fresh. There's just polar bears melting snow and shoving it into pipes. <laughs> Welcome to Svalbard. Earning their the tap heat. water, it's good for you. <laughs> Probably. We haven't checked. No, no one's here to check. No one does that job. <laughs> but the uh, again, to go back to the... Uh, no one's died? Yeah. <laughs> we don't talk about it. We shit them off the island.
0: <laughs> to, to go, Are you sick? <laughs> go away. Hi, welcome. Get out.
1: <laughs> to, to go back to the uh, dystopian kind of analogy of all this. There are a separate set of rules that need to be followed if you're going to live in Svalbard. So they don't have these visa requirements and work permit requirements, but there are other requirements specific to Svalbard because it's a very unique place. Um, primarily of which we kind of talked about already. You need to be, you need to have the means to be able to reside on Svalbard, aka you need to be able to house yourself, pay for your stuff, and not require someone else to look after you. Uh, and all of this must be approved by the governor of Svalbard. That's cool The governor That's great go- The governor okay. is, is in charge uh, It Makes him sound like The mayor of a wild west
0: town uh, Literally <laughs> The name of an evil villain In The Walking Dead Oh yeah I've, 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 not, I've heard of this I've heard of this
1: um, And in some ways The place does feel like A massive wild west town Just in terms of the way It looks and the way It functions And the fact that unlike ah, this kind of like Frontier Like yeah. environment um, Frosty
0: saloon doors I can
1: see it It's It's so good um, and some side notes about the governor it's high noon no it's
0: not it's dark get
1: out <laughs> it's high noon but still dark in Norwegian side notes about the governor so highest ranking representative of the Norwegian government in Svalbard so he's like he, they are the highest authority however they are not elected they are chosen by the Norwegian government adding to dystopian feels it's like the most important person the most powerful person on the island not elected wow very strange well not strange I guess if it's like the,
0: if if like the Norwegian government's like we need this person in charge like we're I wonder if it's money. like I don't know paying a dues perhaps in in your thingy or it's just like a bit of a punishment maybe if you like on <laughs> yeah, the mainland mess up you messed up you, you, get messed, up, you messed up, up something is like whoops I just lost twenty thousand <laughs> whatever in you know krona krona in you know like, oopsie doops <laughs> then it's like well. We know new, <laughs> new you, new know, you know Svalbard where you're going, is. yeah. I
1: mean, I would say that, except it sounds like a fairly cushy job because you have so much power as well mm. in, in Svalbard, but it does sound like the kind of thing that you would have to do at it some point. It's like, I want that promotion, but to do it, I have to spend a time in Svalbard.
0: <laughs> All the pregnant women are disappearing. Where are they going?
1: <laughs> <laughs> so yeah, they're not elected. They are also the chief of police because there's... Oh, damn. Because there's uh, so little crime and so few police in Svalbard, they kind of like... Consolidate that position into one. Uh, marriages, divorces, and separations are also part of the duties of priest as well. So yeah, (laughs) he's a person of many talents. Um, and they are also responsible for prosecuting criminal offenses.
0: It sounds like a cult
1: leader. I know. For for some stupid reason in my head, when they said the person who is responsible for prosecuting in my head, I don't know why I think of Ned at the start of Game of Thrones being the one was like, well, I'm warden of yeah, the north yeah, yeah. and I have to cut off
0: this guy's head for for, sure.
1: for uh, deserting. I don't know why, obviously that doesn't I mean, matter. I do
0: like the idea of this governor just being like, you know, walking around with like, you know, a revolver <laughs> and a huge like <laughs> animal skin cloak. I'm going to get someone married today. Yeah. <laughs> <laughs> well, I think it's time for Gary and... Gary and Nellie and finally get together. He, he, he like shoots at
1: their feet, <laughs> makes them dance or whatever. Get married, come on. Um... Everyone still has that stupid accent I keep doing. Oh my god, I'll getting married? <laughs>
0: the governor's here. We've really Americanized that d- for some reason. I've
1: been there and no one sounded like this uh, but I'm just going to keep doing it anyways. To carry on the dystopian feel of this place, most of the housing in Svalbard is owned by various
0: employers on the archipelago. I was going to ask, like, yeah. there must be... Because obviously if you're going there for a little while, you're not going to buy real estate yeah. in Svalbard. So you're renting from someone. Yeah. Someone's got a cushy job.
1: Someone... I think they said essentially almost all of the land is basically owned by the, by the Norwegian government. So almost okay. everything is just rented out. And so... The employers, so the big companies that are based there, Starbucks, Radisson, all those places. I don't think they have the Starbucks. Did I say they have the Starbucks? They no, didn't. no, they don't have the Starbucks. But the Radisson, but say look, the Radisson, for example, they big if true. They, they rent it. They rent the land from the Norwegian government, and then okay, and then they provide housing to their employees, mm. and that is part of an employees employees contract. Right. So normally, when someone applies to work there. They get a salary and a place to live. So the Ransom isn't full of anyone apart from the people who work in the Probably. <laughs> <laughs> it's very self-sustaining for no reason. I, d- I can't imagine they make much money.
0: Do you, you want breakfast, though. sir? Yes, I do, sir. Thank you, sir. Yes, <laughs> yeah. sir. Like, yeah. But it feels kind of
1: terrifying in some ways. So it's kind of like if you get fired or laid off or whatever, it's like, yeah, get out of your house as well. Yeah. You've got which f- is... it probably give you some time to vacate, to be fair. We'll give you a whole 30 minutes. Get out. Yeah. You only have two things. Get out. And yeah, these. So, so I keep saying it feels like a frontier town. It feels like an off-world colony. It feels like it feels like this is what would happen if you actually did settle on Mars. Mm. And it's like, well, there's only three companies on Mars. You
0: either have to work for one of them or leave. It's basically icy Firefly.
1: Yeah. It's that. It's. It's. What. I don't know if i like ever had a winter episode or like a winter. No, minutes. there
0: wasn't. But like, okay. it sounds like if it was. If it'd, there be was it'd be this. Yeah.
1: So you have plenty of freedom, but there is a downside to all the freedom, which is the, as kind of mentioned the limited welfare system. So there's almost no welfare, almost no like nothing from the state, which is unique to Svalbard because Norway does have quite a big welfare system. Mm. Uh, like a lot of Nordic countries, they have kind of a big safety net for people who you know who aren't able to support themselves. Even worse. On Svalbard, welfare and healthcare is available. Only, what little there is is only available to Norwegian citizens.
0: As in, like our NHS, it's available to you. Or, that kind of thing. Yeah, yeah. So, whereas if you're foreign, you have to pay.
1: Yeah. So foreign. even but so say you're not. Say you're in Svalbard. You're not from Norway. You're from somewhere else. But you have a job. You have somewhere to live. Uh, unless your employer offers some kind of healthcare option, mm. you just have to pay for it out Dang. of your own pocket. Um, which really sucks. Um, so even though it's just like, be free, do whatever you want. We're a, we're a frontier town. You can do whatever. But also, you, we won't help. <laughs> like also, good luck and we won't do anything and pay us if you want to see the two doctors on the island. So yeah, so it's not. It's not for everyone. And I can see why I, I the, the more I read into it, the more I was like, why would you ever do this? Why would mm-hmm. you ever choose this place? Why, have you, why would you ever work at that Radisson? Yeah. Um, <laughs>
0: I like how you're, you're only on the Radisson. I, I, kind of like, it, I like the idea of this <laughs> Radisson being there. But I mean, in fairness, like right now, no one that I know can see a doctor in the UK. So That's no. a good point. Yeah. I'm yeah. Really, <laughs> it might, it might be quicker yeah a lot of people are trained to healthcare I mean the beginning of the end man you know one of the I, f- I forget who it is but the guy who's in charge of our money the treasury man he's saying now that we should charge for GPs I saw that and, it's, and that's the that's the end, beginning of the end of the NHS as we know it they don't own it so I'm like you're not going to make me charge for anything mm. <laughs> We'll, so, see, yeah. we'll see, we'll, see. we'll, we'll
1: see. see. We might have to move to Foulbard anyway. I mean, thats uh, I was going to say that's the plan. It's not the plan. <laughs> 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 Let me be very clear, not the plan ever. It's uh, option, it's, 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 it, there's a letter of an
0: option there. It's option but, like
1: L. But it's the down moment. there, yeah. yeah. Another kind of downside to all of this stuff, so because Foulbard is such a free place and anyone can go and anything can be done... The downside is your time and actions in Svalbard do not contribute to you becoming a citizen of Norway, if that's something that you wanted to do. Right. But so I think this is something that some people have struggled in, with in the past, where they were like, you know, I'm going to go to this Norwegian place and work there and live there for however many years. And maybe after five years or something, I get my settled status or I can get residency or something. In Svalbard, not the case. You can live there and work there and pay your income tax for 50 years and you will still not be considered a Norwegian citizen. If you're in Norway mainland, you did that. that be in Norway mainland, it's a bit different because they have different rules about what's required of you yeah. from living and working there. Cool. Um, in Svalbard, no. Like unless you marry a Norwegian person, you do not get any kind of additional citizenship. So again, yeah. you can be there your entire life and not be considered Norwegian. I don't mm-hmm. know the exact rules of um, like for Norway itself. Like if you get naturalized after after a number of years, mm. but in but it's like just no. Cool. Like, no. So you don't get it. And even if you have a child born. Whilst in Svalbard, even though you're not meant to, uh, if you raise children there, they won't be considered Norwegian either. They're just called cool from the north. They're just, they're, they're, they're just whatever the origin country of the parent is, yeah. and that's it. So, yeah, it's very, very brutal. And again, I wouldn't recommend it. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> so moving on from not messing with the administrative stuff, ad- administrative stuff, to going on to, don't mess about with any of the nature stuff. You cannot pick the flowers. You're not allowed to pick flowers on Svalbard. Okay. Because it's mean and it's rude. You shouldn't do it. This is one of the warnings that constantly appears when you go searching for stuff about Svalbard. Uh, The reason for this, less than 10% of the entire archipelago is covered in, has any kind of plant life or greenery. It is a barren desert. It's officially classified as an Arctic desert. Yeah. So there's like nothing. It's above the tree line. Like I don't know how the reindeers survive out there. Mm-hmm. There's basically like little bits of like shrubs, moss, and grass, and sh- yeah. and all that kind of stuff. No trees. No real plant life. It's not not it's, enough water. It is desolate. It's, it's just cold. Yeah. As well, like even in summer, it's cold. Mm. Um, and also like no sunlight for like four months or three months out of the year. So. Northernmost desert, desert, perhaps as well. It might be. Yeah might. the Arctic the Arctic
0: desert is the is one of the biggest deserts in the world, yeah. which is, that would be the northernmost desert. Yeah. Obviously, it's, it's weird to think that a desert is defined by its lack of moisture, Yeah, rather than being, it's not about heat or cold, it's about lack of moisture. Yeah. So, despite being frozen over, it's permafrost, the water's locked in, it's not like it rains there. Yeah, and the rest is just
1: rocks. Yeah. It's just, and it makes the whole place feel like the moon. Like, you feel like mm. you're on the moon half the time. Especially when you go out, so we took a few trips out to more remote areas. Where, like for, where we go to see like a specific thing. And all around you is just rock and ice, and that's it. Like There's nothing else. Oh, it must
0: be quite something.
1: It, it was incredible. Yeah. It was very cold, but it was incredible. Um, so because of this, what little vegetation and plant life there is shouldn't be mucked about with understandable Uh, this goes together with loads of common sense laws about like not littering or messing with preserved structures or items Um, on one of our trips out onto like a frozen lake or whatever there's a shot down World War 2 plane that's just been left there and they're like just don't touch it. Like, on the surface or under the lake? It's on the surface. You can see it. And we, oh. we've got a picture of it. So it's like frozen over like during winter. Yeah. So it's just covered in snow. Yeah, yeah. Uh, But like in the summer, it's just this wreck of a World War II plane just like next to a riverbed. That's cool. It's really cool. And I was like, that, I was like, that's cool. And, and we've got some cool photos like, oh, here's like the Northern Lights and here's like a World War II plane at the foreground. Very, very cool. But then
0: I asked a guy because it's like next to this. Like, Maybe th- we can use one of those pictures as like our as our cover for this one.
1: Oh, that would be a good, one. I, a good d- one. I need to hope we actually got a good picture, and not one that was super blurry.
0: <laughs> but the guy I
1: mentioned, because like, we were next to a, fr- a f- uh, frozen over river, frozen yeah. river, and he's like, and I was like, cool, but, and it's like next to it, like the, the wreckage is next to it. I was like, cool, but like the river, that melts in spring and summer. And he's like, oh yeah. I was like, and it's fine to just leave the, just wreck this World War Two artifact next to it. He's like, yeah. And I was like, but you said that the ice, more ice is melting and the rivers are getting bigger. So, this is going to fall in at some point, right? He's like, oh, yeah, probably. <laughs> and he just seemed so cool with it. The co- The guide was just like, yeah, probably. We'll probably lose
0: it at some point. Well, you know, it's just how it is. I, I, imagine think, I, I'll I'll like, it. I like this idea of just like, you know, it is what it is. It, yeah. And it's like nature will do what nature is doing. And, you know, we, we will adapt to whatever nature is doing if it takes the plane away or hmm. we'll move it out of the way. But... Yeah, just I think I think alone. at some point they're, they're just gonna have to be like, ah, crap, we have to like move it into the museum. Screw it, like we can't
1: have it out there anymore. Mm. And then there'll be like a sign next to it on a museum. Used to be next to the riverbed before, like whatever. and I'm gonna be old and I'm gonna visit and be like, I remember when this was next to the riverbed. I was there. I was, was there. Weird. I have this blurry photo before it was cool. <laughs> So there's uh loads of restrictions about like you know don't mess mess with the plant plant life don't mess with the local environment. These restrictions also extend to bringing live animals to Svalbard. As in, like if you are moving there and you're in. A if pet. you're moving there and you and you have a pet, so okay. You, so if you have a pet rabbit for some reason, you're allowed to bring that. Cool. That's cool. So you're allowed to bring uh cage birds, not wild birds. So I don't yeah. know, like a cage budgie or something. Uh, rabbits, small rodents. So I guess if you have. A rat, a pet rat hamster. or whatever. Or hamster. That'd be fine. Dogs can be granted permission by the Norwegian Food Safety Authority. Oh, he is a good there boy. Go. He, he can, can
0: come in. in. Yeah, yeah, you send a Polaroid of your dog's face to the authority yeah. and they're like, all right, fine. You have to get that like a ranking on that, that cute Instagram dog page. Oh, well, like, no, we He's dogs, a good boy, 11 out of 10. Yeah. <laughs> yeah, exactly. Must be approved. <laughs> Must be approved. Sadly,
1: this restriction extends to cats. Cats are not... You're not allowed to have a cat on Svalbard.
0: I'm devastated.
1: However... Big, however, there was one very famous cat Some supposedly smuggled onto Svalbard after the ban in 1992. So the ban only came into place in 1992. Right. Before that, it was, again, willy-nilly, bring whatever animals you want. Uh, but supposedly some Russians uh, brought in, smuggled in a cat after the 1992 ban just to keep them company or whatever whilst they were working there. Um, this cat was called Kesha, and he's this big, poofy ginger cat that just roams around the settlement by himself doing whatever as cats tend to do.
0: Yeah.
1: Um, and Kesha ended up becoming like this kind of attraction himself is like the, the legend was, he's like the only cat in Svalbard. Nice. And there was this like really cute little folklore story that he was registered as a fox. <laughs> they registered him it's as like a administra- fox. Administratively. It's like, we're going to keep him safe. Yeah. yeah, yeah, yeah. As, as an excuse. And of so like, not a cat. Look, It's a fox. It's a fox with a very flat face, and it,
0: <laughs> and it meows, but it's a yeah. fox. Um, rather, than, rather than do the classic like fox scream of, Ah! <laughs> yeah. that See? H- that horrific sound. The horrific one that keeps you up at night, of <laughs> foxes sleeping with each other. Yeah, so so
1: Kesha became a bit of a local celebrity, and I'm saying all of this in a past tense, because sadly, Kesha, Kesha did pass away no! at, the, at the supposed age of 14 years old. which he oh, smashed it. Not bad, not bad for a cat in a... In the cold, one of the coldest places yeah. on Earth, where
0: he would just roam around like independently. I mean, as long as it was warm enough, you know, like their night vision is amazing, mm. so it's like he do well. And and they were like, and, and he had like scars on his face and everything.
1: They were From like fighting polar bears. Yeah, yeah. <laughs> Apparently, he would just go around like 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 cruising for a fight, no matter where he went. So yeah. So so he, so they said he was about fourteen years old. He died in twenty twenty one. But yeah, and now it's kind of come out like after all these stories about all the folklore and stuff, it's kind of come out like. Uh, There probably are some other cats. There's maybe a couple of cats just around the island because mostly they were trying to avoid any diseases that cats brought uh, like affecting the rest of the island. So yeah, so that's that. So you will see dogs and I did see a dog uh, in Longyearbyen and there are many dogs, but cats, no, no, which is very sad. Um, So yeah, that's that. There's no crime on Svalbard. <gasps> this one's probably not that shocking because Norway as a whole doesn't have a high crime rate. Also, you told me at the beginning of the episode there was a bank robbery. There's a bank robbery, yeah, but it made the news. <laughs> like a failed bank robbery in 2018 mm. is like the highest like news item about this place. Yeah, so Norway itself already is kind of notoriously low crime. Everyone is too well looked after and too yeah. happy and satisfied to commit crime. Uh, I experienced this myself. On my flight to Svalbard, I accidentally left my iPad in the airport. Did you? Yeah, this iPad. This I, very iPad this you're very, staring this,
0: at right this now. This very
1: iPad. I, I took it out like whilst waiting in the terminal uh, for our flight. And I for some stupid reason, I just left it on the seat. And then our flight got caught. And I just flew away. <laughs> I just left it on the chair. And it wasn't until we got to a hostel in Svalbard where I was like, let me get my iPad. And it wasn't in my bag. And I went onto my phone like on the Find My uh, app. And it's like, oh, your iPad is located in Tromsø. <laughs> And I was like, no! Nice. Uh, but yes, yeah, someone supposedly handed it in and it was just left there and it was fine. And I just got it back, like, on. I just picked it up on the way back. And I was like, oh my God, thank God. That's, That's nice. Really yeah, it was amazing. I mean, I mean, they knew you You guys had come back that way, didn't you? Yeah, but I also had no idea if, like, what the condition of it was or yeah, if they would yeah. even let me take it or, or whatever because all, all I was doing was like showing my phone like it's here look the app says it's in the airport it must be somewhere Yeah. and they were like oh it's in a lost and found building which is like on the other building? side building yeah yeah they have like a, a facility for the lost and found stuff and when I got there I was like hi I heard you might have my iPad and they just brought it I was like is it this one I am like yeah I've got to tell you um I was insufferable for the five days we were on that trip because anytime we came back to the hostel, I just checked my phone because I was constantly checking to find my app to see if the iPad had moved. Right. Because I was just on my phone the whole time being like, it's moved. Someone's moved it. Oh my God, it's in Connecticut. <laughs> <laughs> oh wait, no, it's back in the airport. It's fine. Okay, it's, it's fine. just it's just loading up. But yeah. Um, so yeah, so Svalbard itself, very, very low crime rate. Um, supposedly, there are 12 officers. 12 police officers. On all of Svalbard? On all of Svalbard, or at least in all of Longyearbyen and the 2,700 or 2,600 residents there. So 12 guys and women to help keep the peace, I'm sure. And I'm pretty sure when we asked our tour guide, hey, what do we do if if we see a polar bear? And like, do we call the police or something? They were like, well, you can call them, but like one of them might be at home, one of them might be in the pub, and then that's it.
0: <laughs> and that's, I mean,
1: that's two down, there's 10 <laughs> yeah. to go. Yeah. So it's between like two and 12. I don't know the exact numbers. So yeah. Uh, so, so there is like very, very low crime. There's you know, a polar bear, don't disturb them. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. Yeah, there's a polar bear. What are, you, what are they going to do? <laughs> they're the polar bear.
0: They're, yeah. not, they're, they're police. They're yeah. not polar bears. Not, not a polar, polar bear barrage. Br- yeah. yeah. <laughs> Polar Bear Brigade. The Polar Bear Force. You have to call the Polar Bear Grenade grenade Brigade, (laughs) not the police. Grenade? So,
1: so, so, So there is crime. It's just very, very low. And we had our tour guide and she was showing us around and she was very candid about like when we asked about crime because it's, it's a fascinating idea. Just this, this whole place with thousands of people and no crime. Well, the and, community is very small. Yeah. And, and, and your, your options to like commit crime and get away with it are very limited. Yeah. So, um, but she was very candid about like what was going on. And you know, there is some crime and she said the biggest issue is public urination. <laughs> okay. So people getting drunk and people getting drunk. There's a decent amount of alcohol consumption, especially, you know, in. In the extreme, during the extreme periods where yeah, you're
0: dark, it's sad. Yeah,
1: or, have some red wine, or there is twenty four hour light where you're like, hey, it's all daytime. We can still drink; it's fine. So you oh, know, there's so many either drink. way, either <laughs> way. And like, I mean, even in our short time there, we went to like five different bars. So it was pretty cool. But you know, she says that, you know, public urination, people get drunk, they piss in the streets. We thought this was funny, right? We're like, ha ha, hee hee, these are the crimes that happen. And then so she says, that's the biggest thing that goes on. She said, the second biggest problem is domestic abuse. (laughs) Good old DV, eh? Classic. Now, I'm not saying that's funny.
0: I thought it was funny the way she just transitioned to it with zero grace. Well you said that she that the very unhumorous the, the they're very straightforward. Yeah but yeah, the, yeah they're, very, they're very they just like yeah. So it's you're all just like you're just like just we your like urination. We, it's like we, play urination ha <laughs> and domestic violence. Yeah. <laughs> and we, and we, I can we, see how the tone all shift we, like. we just stood in us and
1: we we just frozen in, in our tracks. We were like what? (laughs) And and we also were like, can you please, like we've laughed at first, like, oh wait, you're not joking. Oh, that's a very serious thing. And we asked her to elaborate. She's, I mean, she's a professional guy. She should have, you know, transitioned better. And I'm sure this isn't the first time she told the story. But the reason for this is because of those kind of visa requirements that are going on. Okay. Because a lot of the time you, you don't have any protections. Like if you're not with the person who's looking after you, you can't stay. yeah Like, like say like wives of an employee of an employer that owns the place you live in you can't escape really
0: doesn't mean your relationship's good does it yeah so a lot of time
1: people some people are kind of like trapped in like these relationships that they can't get out of i mean to a less yeah yeah. and and to a a less uh, serious degree some people are kind of like trapped in relationships because they had to pay the rent and some people like you can't afford to split up and go to two different places because there isn't, one, you can't afford it because rent is very expensive. Yeah. But two, there just isn't the space. There isn't, like, free places for, for to now have two different people. Again, one of the downsides of, like, this kind of limited space, yeah. this kind of weirdly free environment, but also no safety net for anyone. Yeah,
0: and, like, perpetrators of domestic violence, it's all about control, isn't it? So like controlling things like money, mm. controlling things like living spaces, yeah. you know. You have you have to be with me, yeah, because you know I hold everything basically, yeah. essentially, yeah. down and, to your passport, right?
1: And, and and I'm sure there's also like uh, I'm sure the alcohol side of it also doesn't help yeah. either. So yeah, there's a whole side to that. And when she told us all this, we were like, okay, can we please carry on the tour? We want to get off the subject. Um, As so I read a bit more into just some of the guides and like. Uh, bit, bits about crime as far but and uh, the bit that i thought uh, was interesting uh, they have a very specific bit in the guide that says use of violence is prohibited and my reaction was duh obviously mm. yeah <laughs> whoever says in their laws that violence isn't prohibited uh, so it's prohibited uh, but what it actually meant was they have it specifically talking about uh raising children they're like you're not allowed to like slap your kids basically yeah. and uh and no use of corporal punishment I was like alright okay that's good to have because I don't think every country has that a lot of countries are still like yeah fucking just Mm. just hit your kids it's fine Uh, but a bit that made me laugh was in the document they misspelled corporal and they and they spelt it as corporeal corporeal yeah they were like like no corporeal punishment I was
0: like (laughs) okay we'll punish you spiritually yeah (laughs) so I was like Jesus we're sending the ghost of the dead after you (laughs) alright Geraldine's rising I mean
1: I mean on Svalbard, ghost stories and, re- write, you yeah. know, The Dead Rising, it, it could work. That'd be a good name for, for like, a movie about, like, kind of, like, ghostbusters knockoff. corporal Corporeal Punishment? Corporeal Punishment. That's great. I'm going to save that. And the last bit of uh, uh, clickbaity titles, which we've kind of talked about quite a bit. The sun never rises in
0: winter? <gasps> what?
1: <laughs> so some people say, like, oh, for five months of the year, the yeah. sun will never rise. The sun rises. Okay, the sun does rise. The, the sun doesn't change its pattern for Svalbard alone. What happens is, because of the very northern extreme latitude of Svalbard, um, they're so far north that the sun, for like three months, doesn't get above the horizon. So there is no light whatsoever. Okay. So so it but kind of three months. it like goes up like this and down, but it's still below the horizon. So there's no uh, kind of like any twilight or anything like that. So for about three months, it is pitch black. Okay. Absolutely nothing.
0: So there's not even a faint glow at the horizon. No, 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 no. nowhere even near the
1: horizon. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So, so that's, like, November to, like, end of January. Okay. So outside of those months, it's still dark, but you'd get at the edges a bit of twilight. It's actually very pretty. So, like, we experienced that in Tromsa, hmm. where the sun didn't, like, fully rise, but it had, like, this kind of permanent, like, 5 p.m. sunset feel for, like, okay. a whole day, which was really, really cool. So, yeah, so there's, like, a two-and-a-half-month period uh, between about November and late January, where the sun doesn't get above the horizon, so it's pitch black the entire time, uh, there is a sun festival at the start of March. That's fun. Uh, where every year they go to this one location. It's like, and it's it looks kind of cool. It's this location in between, it's like this gap between two mountains. It's like a valley kind of thing. And it's like the where you'll see the sunrise for the first time That's after right. like 150 days of no sunlight. And everyone gathers there and they all worship the sun and it sounds very pagan it's I love not, it that it sounds, sounds, like sounds like a very fantastic. pagan festival but it's pretty cool I'd love to experience that it's uh, yeah I think uh, if, if and when I go back I'd like to go like during then, that time just to just experience it but despite you know your 150 days of permanent darkness life carries on nothing changes everyone still has to go about their day um, that Radisson still needs to be the Radisson still needs to be manned and like cater for all of its guests made up exclusively of staff. <laughs> But uh but everything else carries on, everyone goes to their jobs, kids still go to school. We passed a primary school on the way to uh there's a primary school like between where our hostel was and like where everything else was. My new pace of work. And uh yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> <laughs> he had a new job, um, and the kids. Uh, like one time we passed it, and the kids were out there having their, you know, their play break mm. uh, out in the playground in minus twenty degree weather. Like these kids, these six year olds, just going about, and it is probably the most surreal and unwholesome thing I've ever seen because it's a bunch of children playing in the dark, in the cold, in minus twenty. And it's all ice and snow, and all you hear is laughter in the distance. <laughs> yeah, you know, like that. And you're like, "This isn't right. This is weird." They're playing outside <laughs> in the dark. These ghost children, <laughs> and they're all they're all in their snowsuits. And there's just an icy mountain behind them, and the wind blows. Like, That's quite surreal. Is it's, yeah, it's something. Yeah, it's something. And then a the reindeer runs runs by all the time. It's, it's like something from Twin Peaks. Yeah, <laughs> it's Twin Peaks in
0: winter. I've never like seen a before. weird mirage.
1: Yeah, it's very very surreal. So that was fun, uh, and to, just to be very frank, just to just to come to an end on this topic, on a very frank note, uh, we were told that this lack of sunlight does affect the demographics of the residents. Okay, and uh, which I didn't expect. So we went on a van tour of Longyearbyen uh, with the driver who claims to be the second oldest person on the island. He's like, "I'm the second oldest person on the island."
0: Okay, and he and he looks at he's re- reaching the age of when he's going to be taken outside the chemical almost yeah I,
1: th- I think uh, so, so So he runs this this tour this tour the only person one of them is the governor <laughs> and, and he says and he and like you can tell he's probably doing his job just to prove he's still useful yeah he, yeah yeah he's so, like he's like please don't shoot me away yeah, yeah. <laughs> uh, and he <laughs> can still drive I think he said he's been there for like 10 plus years or something which is uh, weird because most people are like 5 years and less okay. or like 2 to 3 years so for a guy to be there like to be old or older than most people and to have been there for 10 years. He's like... No, um, I've seen them all coming Yeah, he, he's, he's the big Gandalf of the place. Uh, so he does this tour. He's really cool. He's very uh, entertaining. He's got like loads of bits of trivia about Longyearbyen. He's got all these stories. But right at the start of the tour, he introduces himself and then immediately says, and he starts talking about the town, he says, you'll notice something whilst you're walking in town. There are no black people. <laughs> and I was like, oh no, w- what direction is this tour yeah. heading in? <laughs> And I, I, and I wanted to get out of the van. I was like, I, I don't know if I can yeah. be in this tour. But what he was saying was that apparently it's to do with the fact if you it have, wasn't just a weird statement though, it wasn't just it, yeah, it, yeah. It, there <laughs> was added facts. Thank goodness. Yeah, he didn't just say there's no black people and any sorts at all. <laughs> <Like>, yeah. <laughs> no, he says this is something I didn't know. If you have if you have darker skin, if you have a darker pigmentation, it's more difficult for your body to synthesize the vitamin D that you need. Okay. I didn't know this. this so if you've got more melanin it's harder. If you've got for more you. melanin it's uh, it, it you it's more difficult for your body to create the vitamin D that it needs yeah. and so you're more likely to suffer from vitamin D deficiency. And if it gets extreme you get rickets and all that kind of stuff. Okay. So because of that there is so little vitamin D available at that at that latitude World, yeah. yeah it's just It's like you have to be taking so many supplements Mm. just to be okay. And how? And you're quite brown. I am. I'm I'm, I'm brown. Oh man, I was dying from day one. No, I'm joking. It was fine. I I I was okay. Like we 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 brought vitamin D tablets with us, anyways. Oh, did you? Yeah, because I I was just like, it's it's like a week of no sun. Mm. And like a day of no sun makes me quite sad already.
0: It's important for like general serotonin
1: happiness, yeah, et cetera, et cetera, it, it, and it, sleep. It's supposed to help with all of that. So I was like, just in case, I'm bringing vitamin D, and mm. like that's it. Uh, but yeah, the the way he just started it, he was just like, yeah, you won't see, you won't see black people, and I was like, you could have worded that better, but fine.
0: Yeah, <laughs> you can really have worded that better.
1: Again, not the best way to start a tour. But the tour ended up being like really good, and and he explained all of it. I was like, all right, cool, that's good okay. to know. Uh, and the tour itself was was very nice. So and and he's actually a very nice guy. He's a very nice guy. I'm not saying this in a way that you say something like, don't mind grandpa. He's from a different era. I'm yeah, not yeah. saying it like that. Okay. <laughs> so yeah, so that was fun. I think it's okay if it's followed by a by a fan. So yeah, maybe. yeah. But again, word it better next time. <laughs> yeah, for sure. You uh, could lead into that better. Yeah. Uh, so those were all the facts. Some honorable mentions. These, these are going to, there's a quick fire round of. So these are the
0: facts that didn't get the cut, but we're still going to get them anyway. Well, we're still going to get
1: them anyway. <laughs> <laughs> they didn't make the cut, but they're in the cut. Uh, there are more snowmobiles than people on Svalbard. <laughs> okay. Because, it's because of the Taurus. The because so many tourists just want to go on a snowmobile and yeah. go around, and that's what,
0: like, there's more guns in America than people.
1: Yeah, that kind of thing. And uh, and snowmobiles, up until recently, are kind of like we kind of like the best way to get around. Actually, like more, better than like a truck or a van. Yeah, and so that's why they did it. Uh, but you but need they're to- having their small rebellion trying to say. And we run out. <laughs> oh yeah, no, that's a snow plow, not a not a snowmobile. Oh, I it. Yeah. So the snowmobiles are on our side for that. Yeah, but yeah. Uh, but the annoying thing is, you do need a license to drive a snowmobile, so you can't just rock up and be like, "Hey, let me drive a snowmobile." So I couldn't yeah. drive one, and I was there's very not like sad. a jet
0: ski business, a snowmobiles basically. Yeah, basically. <laughs>
1: well, snowmobiles actually like, are like on the roads and stuff, so you have to like still sort of follow oh, rules. Okay. I was like, all right, fine, fair enough. Uh, you're not allowed to wear shoes in buildings. oh okay yeah okay so that that one is kind of clickbait. you are allowed to wear shoes in most buildings now it was this from tradition from back when it was a a coal mining town and so the tradition back in the day was yeah you don't want to bring in coal and dirt and stuff so what people would do is you had like little entrance area and you took off all your dirty stuff and then you go into the house or the pub or whatever it is and uh and you wear the nice thing um the northernmost pub in the world that we visited did have this rule And so you had to go into this little side room, take off your shoes, and they provided, like, these little leather slippers. um, Oh, okay. And you just walk around in those. And it's a look, I'll tell you that much. I was wearing a wool sweater, snow pants, and then leather slippers. Did your feet get cold? No, no, no. I mean, you're inside at this point. Was there uh, a fire in the pub? I mean, they they have heating. I I think they had a roaring fire (laughs) No, no, no. I was eating like my seventh bowl of uh, reindeer stew and I was like, it's warm. It's warm enough. It's fine. I feel very old man right now. Yeah. I uh, All I needed was a pipe. I just really wanted a pipe. That's all I wanted. Oh, I'm out whaling. (laughs) Oh, and I tried whale. I tried a bit of whale. You tried a bit of whale? I tried a bit of smoked whale. It was like, uh, it was like, it was a cold meat. It was a cold cut of uh, like grilled whale or whatever. It was very fishy. I know that shouldn't come as a surprise, but... It surprised me. A little it still bit.
0: surprises me. Yeah,
1: yeah. Uh, a friend of ours did have the whale. Uh, no, there was the option to try like a more cooked whale thing or whatever, and we decided against that. What's more cooked than smoked? Well, as in, oh, the, man, the, as in the thing smoke we smoke had was like it was like um, it was almost like ham. You know, like it was cold. It was a cold cut. Yeah, yeah. So. The, the other option came up to have, like, whale steak or something. Oh, okay. And we were like, nah, we're fine with that. And what our friend ended up doing was having seal steak instead. <laughs> which felt very... slightly better, but still not great. Yeah, it's still not great. Oh, it's so black as well. It's, like, it's Ooh. very, very dark meat. and wow. Oh, right. like, like, it looks completely burnt and charred. Almost like a tuna steak? Kind of like that. Yeah. yeah. Uh, I, I tried a bit of it and it wasn't that bad. It, was, it, 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 it What does it, seal steak taste like? It, it's quite meaty, but, like, a... Bit more of a weird aftertaste, quite a strong gamey aftertaste.
0: Okay. Yeah.
1: But, uh.
0: Again, not what I expect.
1: It's not what you expect, and it's not appetizing to look at either. You like, you don't look at it and, like water at the mouth.
0: You don't, you don't expect mammals to taste like fish.
1: No, but again, they or eat they fish, fish, and they live in the water and get salty, I don't know. I I don't know the science behind it.
0: Anyway. Um, No wonder they still made the (laughs) car.
1: Yeah. Which is why I'm telling it to you now. Uh, It's extremely diverse. uh, Longyearbyen, that is. They've got residents from 50 different nations due to all the lax visa restrictions. So it means that Longyearbyen is home to the northernmost taco bar, uh, sushi restaurant, and pub, which I went to. I only went to the pub. I didn't get a chance to go to the sushi restaurant, which I'm quite
0: sad about. But, like, (laughs) extremely diverse white people. (laughs) (laughs) 50 nations of white people <laughs> no, no, no,
1: no, no no, There's lots of Thai people And Vietnamese oh, people cool. All that kind of stuff I mean, it's still mostly Norwegian and Russians mm. But it but yeah, actually is quite diverse Which is kind of cool a Signature dishes Oh, you spit. said earlier oh, was a
0: kebab restaurant
1: There's a kebab restaurant Yeah, no, I mean, like, kebabs kebab Get everywhere, don't they?
0: they have like you whole, always need a kebab Especially yeah. if like everyone's
1: drinking I'm actually kind of sad Now that I think about it. I didn't get a chance to go to it Whale kebab Nah Nah would nah, be nah. wrong It'd be wrong and weird um, Reindeer
0: spit do you know like with kebab shops they have like the the whole turny-wurny thing turny-wurny (laughs) turny-wurny but imagine that it's like a side of reindeer quite quite nice I wouldn't like to try a sliver though <laughs> mm, not sure. Not sure I'm on that one.
1: You're making me hungry. Stop it. And last but not least, you can charter a high Arctic expedition with an expedition company heading even further north and encountering more wildlife and nature using Longyearbyen as a base.
0: So, I like can Arctic cruise. An Arctic
1: cruise. That's of... what I want for my honeymoon. Well, I was going to say, I think this should be our next trip. So, our, our honeymoon. Yes! Um uh, we just need to start Patreon and
0: raise the £14,000 it would cost us. £14,000. What well, is £7,000 each? Okay. that's for, what I can... for like 12 days. I was about, I was about to finish the since that I can manage that, but I don't think I can. <laughs> I, <laughs> I'll start saving now. I could, but I'd also need
1: to, to like use up most of my credit card. I'm like, I don't want to do that. <laughs> just yeah. Yet. I'm not in a position to do that. Uh, but yeah. And like the pictures of it look insane because it's because these tours. So you know what I said earlier about how like there's no polar bear safaris. We don't offer that kind of thing. This expedition company I looked at, they were like, we guarantee you're going to see a polar bear. And then they show like pictures of the logs from like their previous trips. Mm. And it's just a picture of a polar bear with a big bloody face from hunting. And I'm like,
0: man. That's sick. That's pretty cool. A nice way to see the Northern Lights as well. Yeah. There's no penguins up there, is there?
1: No. Penguins are south. Penguins are south, yes. So uh, because they need like the rocks for, for child-rearing, I think. They, they right. need, like, a softer, less snowy thing. For, they track for, them in their poo. Yeah, that too. But, yeah. So that was Svalbard. That's all the things of Svalbard. So you never need to Google anything about Svalbard or Longyearbyen
0: ever again. You just need to listen to this episode. You just
1: need to listen to this episode and skip all the bits where we
0: talk nonsense. That it's that is far more fascinating than I, like, <laughs> originally gave it credit for. <laughs> like, it's, it's somewhere I've always wanted to go. The, the kind of, like, the, the tagline, I think I, I knew from... Reading that Michelle Faith book I told you about, the um, maybe it's worth can you quickly google it now? What the name is this uh, book? Is um, what's it, what, I think I'm, it's I'm, I think it's literally what, called A Ghost Story Dark Matter, yeah, dark matter, dark matter. That's it, A Ghost Story One Swedish Summer. Um, but yeah, I think I, I knew that it was like the northernmost settlement, yeah, that's all I knew. Yeah. It's, That's fascinating.
1: Yeah. It's kind of weird because it's in this weird spot now, which is kind of mm, a shame and maybe not a shame depending on how it goes. It was built as a mining town, Longyearbyen specifically. Yeah.
0: And they, Thatcher got there.
1: No. <laughs> it's always Thatcher. It's always Thatcher. Uh, no, no it, was, um, they, they, it used to be a mining town. That's all it was for before. And then they hardly do any mining. There's still some mining going on now, but they've got like one mine now instead of like however many they had
0: before what coal mines yeah yeah
1: and so now it's primarily a research base or or a place for research and tourism so now it's kind of just becoming more and more of a touristy thing yeah where the only reason it exists is to kind of keep itself existing to keep tourists there to talk about how rich their history is and all the unique things you can do from there which you can do but it is I, i don't know i foresee it in the future being like yeah, it's becoming a tourist town, which is kind of a shame for such yeah. a, such a you know, far-flung place.
0: But at least you got there before that. Yeah,
1: and, and, you know, maybe contributing to the problem by being a tourist mm. there. So it's, just, it's in this weird position where I'm like, I think people should go and explore a weird place like this or a unique place like this. But at the same time, the more we do that, the less it becomes that kind of special thing.
0: I think only a select people would go there. It's, yeah. It's not, it's not like... You know, you're going to Thailand for the sun, sea, and, and like cocktails and stuff. You're, and like a bit of a culture. You're going because it's extreme. Yeah. And I think that uh, that attracts a far bigger crowd mm-hmm. than like, say, like a touristy place like Thailand would.
1: Yeah. Yeah. It's, uh, yeah, you have to be going there with like purpose and being like, I know the things I want to see. And, I, mm. and, and, you, and especially going in winter. Like knowing what you're going to be in for, like, I think, uh, I think you'd like uh, depending on what I'd you're... love it, it'd be great. Oh, what for the winter,
0: yeah, really, yeah. I mean, I'd, I'd love to go for this, the Sun Solstice, to, like, yeah. festival. that'd be wicked.
1: I'd, I think that would be a great time to go to I'd like, okay.
0: see Donald Green and that because yeah. <laughs> 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 I don't want to see him here in the UK, <laughs> boring. I want to go see, see him, him in the depth of winter. <laughs> In yeah. the most remote place on earth, I think I would like to go back in like
1: the summer or like for the solstice thing. Where, uh, yeah, because you, you also you can also see like more wildlife as well, mm. where, and just see more because the sun will be out, which is nice. See more than five feet from right yeah, your face. <laughs> yeah, and not be scared of a polar bear coming after you every five seconds. Oh man, that's that was. Uh, thank you so much, for that Danny. That was that thank, was excellent. Thank you for listening, and I hope it was uh, entertaining and uh, educational for
0: everyone. I am. Um, I'm still. I'm still thirsty for knowledge, though. You're still 30 for knowledge. I'm yeah. absolutely starving for knowledge. We're gonna. Tr- we're gonna try and uh, trying to be a bit more regular, but <laughs> I, I, mean, mean, yes, I yes. mean, I mean, I I meant more bowel movements, but oh, uh, yeah. yeah, just generally part of my new year, new year, new <laughs> me. <laughs> <laughs> I don't actually say that. It's horrible, disgusting. Be who you are at any time of year, yeah. whenever you want. But especially you can anywhere. always make the change, yeah, always to go and move to South <laughs> 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 which I might do. Let's do it. I'm. I'm. am I'm, I'm attracted to the laws. <laughs> i want the governor to choose me a wife you, you you want to become governor i i'm i'm, I'm sorry my loved one like yeah we'll, we'll get married but I, I only want to get married via the governor
1: like it, i like how you've written yourself into a corner here yeah i know i'm digging a hole <laughs> <laughs> she's also very close by i don't know if she's listening been the whole time. <laughs> i can hear pounding on the steps
0: you better go. okay well on that note uh thank you very much Thank for you for listening and um, follow us on Instagram at 30 for knowledge and just
1: email us all the things at 30 for knowledge at either gmail.com or outlook.com or just message us on
0: Instagram if we've got something wrong if you'd like to ask us a question if you'd like us to elaborate you don't know how Google works please yeah. let us know and just to reiterate if you have enjoyed
1: us or if you just like us for our personalities please give us a rating on your preferred podcasting app so that
0: uh yeah like, follow, subscribe and all that All jazz. those things Yeah All of those things I've been, I've been George I've been Danny I keep Danny keeps trying to have a glass I am, yeah <laughs> I keep stopping talking so he has to say something oh, yeah. um, Thank you so much for listening and we will see you or hear from us It's we'll so an audio and media and this yeah. is a real struggle yeah. We'll hear from you You'll hear from us in the next one Bye Ta-ta